Hey everybody, welcome back to Colony Drop, your favorite Gundam podcast. My name is Isaac. And my name is Brian, and this is a podcast where we talk about anything and everything related to the Mobile Suit Gundam franchise, from the anime to the movies to the music to the models to the clothes to the food. You name it, Isaac, we do it all. Even games, Brian? Even games sometimes. <laughs> Even games. <gasps> well, that's really interesting, because I think we're going to talk about a game today. That's correct. We actually, listeners, we just finished uh, playing two rounds of Gundam Battle Operation 2, which is the game that you've all been yelling at us for about two years to play. So we finally broke down and played it since they released it on Steam recently. And we're here to, uh, you know, give everyone our thoughts, our review, our critique, our praise, our love. I think it'll be fun. (laughs) And to be clear, just to clarify something, we didn't base this review off just two games. Brian and I have played (laughs) multiple games. I wouldn't say we've been playing this game, you know, every chance we got but um we we gave it our best shot <laughs> that sounds like already that we hate it <laughs> we don't hate it we don't we hate tried. it we tried yeah we tried to love it but it was just a mangy dog that walked in from the street and we couldn't find the room in our hearts to love it <laughs> i actually think it's a pretty good game but there's a lot of things around the actual game that are very wow. unenjoyable okay so so brian when you were conceiving of how to review this game were you basing this against like other games that were sort of FPS or third person shooting games or were you basing this off solely off evolution? Um, I I imagine like me, you kind of had to base this a little bit off evolution, which is the only other Gundam game that we've played like this. Yes and no. I mean, evolution is definitely the most recent Gundam game I've played. So that was the most freshest in my memory. It's as a direct comparison. Like it's hard to not play this game if you've just played Gundam evolution and, and notice how different it is right off the bat, right? It's very, very different. It's a third-person game, obviously. It's much, much slower. But I think that's intentional, Isaac. It's supposed to be more of an action game, more of a, I don't want to say simulator, but it's closer to a simulator than it is, you know, a strict first-person shooter, I think, or, or a shooting game. Is that somewhat fair? I wouldn't say first-person shooter, of course. Right. But, like, the third-person shooters that, like, that come to mind that I try to measure it against are far faster <laughs> like Fortnite, yeah um this is night and day you know right but i will give it some credit and say that while i definitely didn't enjoy evolution neither did you uh this game is definitely a step up and there were times i, I did sort of enjoy the challenge of it yeah and i think so to put it in perspective isaac on the background of this game is it's an online free-to-play third-person action game released for ps4 originally in 2018 in japan and then 2019 in the u.s which is actually fairly rare that a gundam game even gets released today in the in the west um, uh-huh. so that's kind of cool yeah it's a sequel to the original gundam battle operation from 2012 isaac and uh gbo2 here was ported to the pc we've been playing on steam in 2023 it was actually funny enough isaac it was tested for steam in 2022 but it failed because of all the network issues which we will get into um wow so they had to reschedule the testing a year later so that's why it's out in 2023 instead of 2022 but like you mentioned Fortnite, huh. for example, right? So Fortnite came out in 2017, really? which is actually very close to the original release date of this game, which is 2018. So that is actually hmm. a fairly good comparison. Um, obviously, one of them is massively popular, and GBO2 is somewhat popular, but not nowhere near uh, Fortnite status. Now, they're, they're obviously very different games, right, Isaac? I mean, Fortnite is a... I would call Fortnite a party game. That's like a... That's a good way to say shooter, it. Yeah. A light shooter, you know, and I mean L-I-T-E. I, I've watched Fortnite videos, you know, I'll admit I've never played the game, but it doesn't seem like a, oh, okay. a serious game to me. It's for having fun. Um, 
there, I actually think there's a kind of a difficulty. It's a bit of a learning curve to it. I can't say I enjoy it a ton, but yeah, it's all right sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I don't play that many other third-person shooter games, Isaac. I mean, I go, I know a lot of people love like Gears of War, right? For example, how does this compare to Gears of War? Uh, Gears of War is much more fun. <laughs> but Gears of War is more of like a cover shooter, right? This one, there's no cover in this game. Yeah. No, well, I mean, theoretically, like the buildings, but um, yeah. the nature of your slow speed kind of means, well, Gears of War, like, you could take cover by, like, sort of squatting and, like, the game kind of, um, the mechanics know that you're sort of attached to that wall. So you can kind of just mm. hold your hand out and, like, only expose your gun. That does not exist at all in uh, Battle Operation 2. <laughs> yeah. And you're just so ponderously slow that somebody can easily get behind you just like you can easily get behind them, which happens right. frequently. I can't believe how many times we saw uh, Mobile Suit Combat being being so close, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Even, like, the snipers. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely. I think the slowness is on purpose, though. And I think we could debate if it's too slow. Right, yeah. But I think that's a conscious effort on their part to be like, hey, this is mobile suit combat. It's supposed to be slow and sort of clunky. There's a lot of risk when you take an action in this game, right? If you shoot your gun, you're probably not going to shoot for a few more seconds. And if you're used to playing something much faster pace, it is a big adjustment. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. Boy, I just... It left me wanting more, but I was glad that it was better than Evolution, <laughs> which isn't like singing its praises, but um, I didn't fully get the feeling that I was a giant mech. Did you? I don't think the giantness is there, but I think the heaviness is there. And so I give him credit for that. Yeah. I do think it might be a little too slow. Okay. I think there's a middle ground. I think maybe they could make it a little bit faster and they could still, it would still be slower than most other games in this space. So to answer your original question, Isaac, of how did I think about this game, it was, what do I think about it as a game, and then what do I think about it as a Gundam game? And then what do I think about it relative to what we wanted from our imaginary Gundam field that costs a billion dollars to make? I like that. Let's check out those answers then. How did this compare as a Gundam game then? Um, As a Gundam game, I think it was much better than Evolution. I felt it, it definitely represented yeah. Gundam more. I felt like I was in Mobile yeah. Suit Combat a lot more than I felt that in evolution evolution i was just playing overwatch Absolutely. i was just playing a reskinned overwatch and i don't think we even talked about this isaac but i don't remember if we mentioned this on our original video games episode where we went over all the gundam video games this is a big throwback to, so if you're if you're old uh, like us you might um remember this but evolution reminded me a lot isaac of the gundam skin for starcraft back in the day do you remember that the gundam skin for oh i think so yeah, yeah, yeah where yeah. you were clearly just playing starcraft with gundam skins and i felt like that's what evolution was they made overwatch and slapped some you know gundam models on it and put yeah. it out the door but here i i felt like this is this is really a gundam game i mean they have so many suits and the combat you know the controls are all designed to be what they feel is a fair representation of mobile suit combat you can debate whether the controls work well or not or if it's too slow but at least they tried to make a game that was for that, and they didn't just make a different game and call it Gundam. That's a great way of putting it. Pretty much agree with all your points. I absolutely felt like I was playing a Gundam game. Better than Evolution. This game, though, was... Uh, it still left much to be desired for me, but I was glad to see so many more different mobile suits. I was glad to see the space option for combat. It was just an overall better, better experience, but I wish it was even more better. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. I think as just a game without the Gundam component, I don't know that it would attract too many people. I think you're going to have to be a Gundam no. fan to want to play this game. Yeah, because 
moving around, like I felt like I was almost not in a mobile suit, but like in a spacesuit. Like I was a heavy yeah. spacesuit guy, like space, lumbering space marine almost at yeah. times. You know, sure, I had like buildings and roads and stuff, but you know, it, it still wasn't really giving me the feeling that I was in in an actual mobile suit. Well, maybe they can work on that. But yeah, the the slowness is great for anybody that thinks like slow mech combat is good. This is going to be your your bread and butter. <laughs> you know, they nailed the slowness. I wonder. I really am curious to see how the game would feel if they sped it up by 50% or even 25%. Yeah. Because I feel like that would still be noticeably slower than your average third-person or first-person shooter. And I, I feel like the same goal would be met of being slow, but I'm not sure. It'd be interesting to see what it would feel like. Because there are times when like you get hit and you fall down, and you don't really regain control of your character for like 5 to 10 seconds, and that's a long time in a video game. Right, while you're taking damage yeah. still, and oh god, the the reloading—that's one of my worst gripes. Just the ridiculous reloading times and the the rate of fire times. You know, because yeah, my background's—I mean, background, but like <laughs> I, first-person shooters are much faster. So switching me to a third-person, actually, that's not even true because there's third-person shooters where the the shooting is much faster, like Gears of War, or Fortnite, huh? Interesting. This is just slow shooting in general. That's that's my conclusion. Yeah, and I think again, I think that's a conscious choice, and I think that's a fine conscious choice. I think maybe we both just feel like it's a little bit too slow because I think when you when you make that choice to be slow, I think you're actually making two choices. One, you're making a choice to emulate what you think mobile suit combat is, but you also have to be careful that it's not too slow that it doesn't disengage the player. And I f- I feel like right. this might be a little bit too slow to where it's disengaging. Yeah, maybe. Well, I'm definitely disengaged. <laughs> I don't think I'll uninstall this, but like, I don't feel the urge to play it as much as I do other games. And that could just be a preference thing because as we all know, hey, you know, not everybody plays racing games. Not everybody plays strategy games. Not everybody plays sports games. And we all have our different things that we like. But um, I just feel like the low player count <laughs> combined with the lack of zest... <laughs> In, in the game itself kind of means that this won't be a uh, a frequent play for me. I'm not sure how I feel because I, th- I think it would be fun to play regularly. I think the problem is you're going to have to have a dedicated group of friends to play with to make it really fun. Okay. Like you and I playing is fun, but we still don't have the full team, right? So everyone kind of goes off and does what they want. There's no voice chat, which I don't really understand. It's a squad team-based game, but there's no real good way to communicate. And I know they have the presets, but those have always been garbage in every game. I don't know right. why they're even included. <laughs> so, Nobody really uses those in games. You know? Well, someone tried in our last <laughs> game. They, they said, oh, who will... They, they use the preset for who will pilot a general's, you know, the general suit. And I was like, dude. <laughs> and they got no response. <laughs> and no one responded. Of course not. So maybe we should bring some sort of organization to this review. Let's talk about some of the gameplay, Isaac. Sure. Well, there's space. Yeah, there's there's ground and space, which is huge. I didn't think you could really fit both of those in one in one game of this size, but they did. That said, Isaac, there's a lot of tutorials in this game. I would say probably too many tutorials, but but the thing is, Isaac, they're necessary, right? Because you're going to get your ass handed to you on the battlefield if you don't do all those tutorials. Yeah, that happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, the tutorials were such an annoyance because there's just so many tutorials. And I felt like you couldn't really leave the tutorial to actually go sorty and do the main stuff. It was just, it was too restricting. That's just a branch that connects to the tree of the poor UI of this game because, my God, <laughs> it's it's maddening and frustrating how poorly designed this UI is, how 
how ridiculous it is navigating around the menus and stuff using using it on PC. I, I'm maybe somebody here has PlayStation and it just feels so intuitive, but for PC, it's it's a train wreck. It is, yeah. So the UI is clearly strictly ported over from PlayStation. I don't think they did any optimization or redesigns for PC, which I feel like is a huge mistake because I can't think of really. Yeah, I guess the whole UI is not, there's no ability to really click on anything, right? It's all keys up, left, right, down. There's yeah. no, it's, yeah, there's no clicking, which the menu would be so much easier if you could just click things, but they didn't implement that at all. I mean, I guess I understand why they didn't want to really want to spend money on it. It's, it is an older game at this point. So we are playing a five-year-old game, Isaac. We have to, I guess we have to keep that in mind. I guess, but it just still seems poorly designed, you know. The, the options is V to get to Haro, <laughs> so which is ridiculous, right? And then from there you have to like go to options to actually leave the game. It's it, 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 it's just oh, ridiculous. And then there's that's one of my favorite and, parts. Yeah. I think there's actually not a way to leave the game. You actually have to hit Alt F4, which I think is the general shortcut for like closing a window. Mm-hmm. Someone wrote that in one of the reviews on Steam, and he was just like, "I don't even understand. There's not even a way to get out of the game." <laughs> Man. Yeah, it's... Oh, boy. I think, Isaac, the point of that is, yeah, okay, so what? They didn't do anything with the UI. That's a choice they made. But if you want people to play your game, it has to be playable. They have to be able to go play the game. And if they can't get there because of the UI, they can't even figure out what the hell to do. And then you make them go through, I don't know, 15 tutorials to learn to play the game. There's a good chance that a modern person is they're going to stop. And they're they're just not going to play your game. Yeah, it's a little ridiculous. They don't have, like, the quick match, you know, like most games have, really. You have to, like, run over as an avatar, your avatar. You have an avatar in this game, by the way, which is wacky because you almost never see that person. <laughs> so, yeah, you you run around to Sortie or Battle Simulator as the avatar. It's just It's just a very dated way, I feel, of just doing things um very final fantasy it does feel very mid 2000s to me if you had told me this game was from the mid 2000s i would believe you you're right yeah i don't know if that's a good or a bad thing but it does it feel that way it's funny you mentioned the quick match isaac because they do have a quick match option but it's anything but quick right (laughs) the one thing that's plaguing this game right now if you go read the reviews on steam they are terrible it is a overall score of mostly negative and that's because almost everyone is complaining about the servers there's no dedicated server for your game so everyone's just connecting to everyone else so if there's someone that has bad internet they're gonna lag out like the first match that we tried to play together isaac the entire other team froze in in the middle of space right and so we just killed them and then the game ended <laughs> they were frozen in terror brian <laughs> yes from our uh un- our uncustomized like level one suits they were just shaking in their boots but that's another thing, Isaac. So if someone does manage to <laughs> get through the UI to be able to figure out how to play the game, they take all the tutorials, and the first game they play, they lag out. And then, by the way, the game, I don't know if they're still doing it, but at least they it, they were doing it when, when it first launched a few months ago. They were penalizing you for leaving a game, and if you lagged out, that counted as leaving the game. So not only did you lag out and not be able to play the game, but you got penalized for it. So that sucks. Hmm. So that, that's just really making it hard for people to actually play the game. And then on top of that, there's just not that many people playing the game. It doesn't seem like, or if there are, the matchmaking just takes so long, right? Isaac, for the two matches we just played, we waited at least 10 minutes every time to get into a game, right? 
Yeah, it's shockingly slow for a modern game. I know they're doing it by ranks, although you can play unranked too, I think. You can, but we just played ranked because you get a, a match quicker in the ranked area than you do the, the non-ranked. So just, just because we wanted to play the game, we played ranked instead of playing a custom match. Like, we tried a custom match the first time, and it took us 20 minutes, right, to, to find a game? Yeah, that's just ridiculously slow. Yeah, I mean, you can't you can't do that. If you only have an hour to play and you spend a third of it waiting to get into the game, no one's going to come back and, and, and play a lot of that. I think those are three really big things that are making it hard for really anyone to play or enjoy this game. That's outside of anything at all to really do with the game, right? Because we're not even talking about the actual game. That's just stuff around the game. <laughs> I'll give them some credit, though. And, like, somebody had some creative vision, though, because this is... The, the whole little camp that yep. this game is set in, you know, it, there's a private military company, which you kind of never hear of in their yep. one-year war. So there was a vision for this game. Where that changed somewhere along the line, maybe something happened, you know, I don't know where, but clearly there was a vision. They had a story they wanted to tell or something, and then at the end of the day, they're like, you know what, let's just make this sort of matchmaking type of game where you can sortie and get upgrades and you know, maybe if you want to just fight the computer, you can do like the, the devils in the desert or the, do a boss battle. And uh, yeah, we'll throw it together. We'll do third person perspective. So you see the whole mobile suit. We'll try to get the scale right and give the illusion that it's a big suit. And that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. To your knowledge, are they releasing updates for this game? Like, you know, every few months, new suits come out? Or oh, yeah. No? Yeah. When we joined, the high new just came out. Okay. So good thing you bring that up so this is a free-to-play game listeners so if you've, if you've never played this game it's it is a gotcha so to me this is another negative to the game i, I really don't like gotchas um i've played a few before i played one really really heavily for many many years which is uh, fire emblem heroes and i think gotchas are okay if you start when the game starts but if you if you start playing a gotcha game years after like we just did right we just started playing this game five years after it came out it is very overwhelming because they continually add multiple currencies as time goes on to like monetize the game more or to like because a gotcha game generally adds content as you go and as they do that they need to sort of give you more currencies after a while to sort of make the game continue to go so there are too many currencies in this game if you're a new player after playing it for like two weeks on and off i understand all the currencies now but man when you first turn on the game you're just blindsided by all these splash pages of like, click here, do this, blah, blah, blah. And there's all these oh, symbols God. and you're just like, I don't know what the hell. Can I just like play as a Gundam and like shoot a Zaku? They're pop-ups. There's like 13 yeah. like little layers to the pop-up you got to go through about this event and this event is boosted and it's half off and uh, you know token this, this, that. There's just too many currencies. I hate that about gotchas. I think that's a personal preference, but I think it's probably a pr- fairly popular opinion. I think this is mainly a problem when you join later on, and I think that's exactly what we did. So I kind of knew that was going to be a problem going in, and man, it was a problem going in. And I don't even think this game has that many currencies for a gotcha, but I still I still found it overwhelming, at least in terms of exactly what we were talking about before, Isaac, of the what do I do right away? If I have to go through the UI, that's terrible. I have to go through all the tutorials. I don't know what the hell any of the currencies do, and I can't even sortie in under 10 minutes. That's a hard thing to sell. That's, again, where part of the poor design kind of comes in. I'd be very surprised if any any listener now can comment and say, oh, this game's a home run. You know, this game's my favorite game. I boot it up all the time. It's incredible. Maybe you enjoy it here and there, but do you really enjoy this game, like, to the point that you'd want to play it every day? I don't think so. I think so. if you had a lot of friends and you all played every day and you knew what you were doing, 
I think it could be pretty fun. <laughs> and you and you and you had all the the suits and stuff. But like right now for a new player, I'll tell you it's it's pretty I think there's a lot of good things in this game. And I know we've only been a little negative so far, but I'm going to get to the good stuff. But like when I logged on Isaac, I had no idea what suit to buy. Right? Yeah. And the game gives you some, but like it gives you the was it the gym trainer? Like that thing. Come on. No one wants to play as the gym trainer. <laughs> yeah, it's just Going beyond like the suits themselves and stuff, though, it's like I feel like the mechanics are just too slow. the The cooldown rate, you switch between weapons, you know the the awkwardness of oh, sometimes you get knocked down, and you still take damage, then you slowly stand up, and then you're still taking damage. <laughs> you better hope your teammates nearby, and the other guy's just not done reloading, and then he's gonna hit you with again. Yeah, you know, it's just it, it it doesn't feel like the the mechanics of the actual gameplay were. Are polished enough. I think it's just a high learning curve. The trouble is, mm. there are a lot of people who are playing on new accounts, so there are is there is a chance that people who you're playing with, that are even though they're the same rank, they're not really the same rank. They obviously had a different account before. It's usually called smurfing. Um, so there are a lot of smurfs. Mm. One thing I noticed, Isaac, is I don't know. Like for example, in the game we just played, I always feel like everyone else's weapon is bigger and better than mine. Like I slash this guy. And, like, it did, you know, a little bit of damage to him. And then he just, like, took out his thing. And one of his friends came over. And they got bigger axes than I do. And they did way more damage when they hit me. And then I died. And I was like, well, I slashed you first, <laughs> man. Like, you should be dead. <laughs> they had, like, beam naginatas or something. Yeah. <laughs> All the Efreets yeah. and their huge beam swords or whatever they are. Big axes. Yeah. So, to your point, I think the gameplay is different. I think it is a high learning curve. There's a high learning curve to this game for sure. I think the mobile suit selection is bonkers, Isaac. There's just so many mobile suits. Perhaps too many. Do you think there's too many? Um, no. No? Because, like, <laughs> I don't... The only reason I say that is at the rate this is going, I will never be able to try them all adequately unless I spend two years playing this game. Yeah. Well, how many mobile suits are there? I don't know. There's tons. I would say at least 100. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, would, would I say that's too many? I don't know. Because, like, I know the gym fan would only get, like, the gym ones, right? So, like, that leaves a lot of them off the table, if you think about it. Like, me just getting the mono-wise, that's fine because there's fewer than the 100 for me to focus on. I'm reading here that there are over 350 available. Well, it's like Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot. And, like, but how do you know which one to spend your resources on? That's part of the fun. You got to catch well, them all. Well, once right? you spend all your DP, <laughs> which, by the way, you you acquire a currency called DP from this sultry-looking base woman named Katarina Wenders. Isaac was just taken aback at her uh, <laughs> her well, like non-uniform code appearance. Isaac, <laughs> let's just say she uh, she dresses very casually. <laughs> yeah, let's just say she uh, she likes people to see the twins. It's just yeah. it's a very comical <laughs> sight, given that everyone has to gather around this. Yeah. You know, scantily clad woman. Everyone's in military uniforms too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone it's all these males and then there's one this one one girl. But she's the only one that's overheating. <laughs> there's a lot of good stuff in the in the gameplay though. I, I like the countering mechanic, Isaac, but that countering is quick. You have to like press I think for most people it's probably E right before you think someone's gonna do something, then you'll catch them and like whatever. It's really cool when it happens, but man, that window him. is, yeah, I just kicked that guy in the last game we played. That was cool. But it's not yeah. even like I was really trying to do that. I was actually trying to you know, charge him or tackle him, I guess they call it. So that's kind of neat. Uh, I do like, Isaac, that it as you die, the respawn timer increases. That's kind of good. It's a little bit punishing. This is something I really like about the game, but they don't explain it very well, in my opinion, because I had to find this on Reddit, uh, which is the cost system. 
and this is sort of what I wanted in Gundam Field, but not exactly, and let me explain why. So this is, every mobile suit in this game has a cost. I think it goes from 100 to 700 right now. Maybe it'll go beyond 700 one day. But basically the, the really good suits, you know, are going to be 700 cost. So like, for example, High New just came out. That's a 700 cost mobile suit. I think the unicorns are probably up there as well. I don't know what their cost. I don't have a unicorn. you got to get lucky to get that suit. And then your gym trainer is like a 100. And you can kind of upgrade your suits to have higher costs. So like a level 2 gym trainer will be, you know, 150 cost instead of 100. And you can level it up, I think, to level 4 or level 5. But the way they do the, the rank matches and stuff, Isaac, is they have, okay, this is a 300 cost match. So you can only bring in suits that are cost 300. And I think that's a good way to segregate out the playstyle, but I don't feel like they ex- explain that very much in the game. Or if, if they did, I must have missed it because I don't remember them doing that at all. And I just remember being very confused about like which one. They all have different costs. Should I buy the level four version of this suit? But then I find out I can't really use it, and I spent all the resources on it. So that that's a little frustrating. But I did find this post on Reddit by a guy named Hadouk, and his great name's got like fifteen O's in his name. <laughs> where he describes the different costs as different styles of play. So he says from cost 100 to 300 is a tactical squad-based play. It's slower. From 350 to 550, it's a stun lock game with combo-based play with normal speed action. From 600 to 700, it's just whatever the best suit is wins. He said there's a stupid list of skills and weapons matched against each other. It's very high speed. So obviously we don't have any of those really good suits. So maybe we were just not playing in the high-speed arena. Like, maybe that's our problem, Isaac. We should have been piloting High New and, and Nightingale. But, you know, we don't have any, right? That's the current banner right now as we're talking High New and Nightingale. Yeah, I guess. But that's... So that clearly appeals to a certain type of gamer. And I respect that. You know, there's people like that. Based on what you just read, though, that clearly means this isn't the game for me. Because the standard in, like, Counter-Strike and in Battlefield is you're really the same as everybody else. Mm. The only real difference is how good are you with a particular weapon? Yeah. So the, it's almost the opposite here where like, well, you're, you'll never be the same as everybody else because at the get from the get go, people are choosing completely different mobile suits that have very different features and skills and ways of moving and speeds, agility, defenses. So uh, e- even if the weapons were all equal, there's no way someone would be able to take as much damage as another person or move as quickly, et cetera. Yeah. It sounds like that's how it is in the higher tiers. So someone will have to tell us yeah. if that's, if that's true. You hit on a a good point there, Isaac, which is something I wrote down. So this goes back to my original point of like, how close is this to the Gundam field that I imagined? And and given the fact that this exists at all, it's actually fairly close. I would give it a 7 out of 10 in terms of what we asked for in Gundam field. Because there's a lot of it's there. Maybe it's a little slow and all this stuff. But the idea is there. But what you just said about Counter-Strike is also something that I enjoy. Counter-Strike is an even playing field. To Isaac's point, it's about skill. Here you don't have that because... If you didn't buy all the custom parts, you're not going to do as well. If you don't have the better suits, you're not going to do as well. Isaac, uh, <laughs> listeners, decided to take the hard route and not buy any custom parts. <laughs> <laughs> Until our last game. Yeah. But you know what? That That's the purest experience, Brian, because that's what a cadet would go through <laughs> if this was like their first battle. They wouldn't be given a customized ace mobile suit. They'd just be thrown out there with the rest of the rookies and, and told what to do. Yeah, he was playing the Amuro at side seven mode, you know, just falling in and seeing where it takes him. But if you think about it, Isaac, everyone you're playing probably upgraded the hell out of their suit and they really know what they're doing. And then you've got us who we bought some custom parts, but I don't have enough to like buy all of them. 
and I don't really know what I'm doing. You know, they're just beating the pants off us. So I don't think I envisioned that for Gundam Field. I mean, I we obviously didn't envision Gundam Field as, as a gotcha, as a free-to-play, right, Isaac? I mean, that's why the mobile suit selection in this game is so huge, because they can just keep releasing more and generating more revenue, right? They're saying, oh, look, here's a new one. Right, Pull yeah. on the banner, or whatever they call it in this game. You know, spend money, and you can get the new suit. So I get it. That's how the game works. That's how they make money. That's life. But I, I think, I, to your point, Isaac, I would prefer a paid version of this game that just has standard suits, Everyone can still have access to all the custom parts, and maybe you want to customize it, but I feel like everyone should have access to that at the same time, rather than... Because if you think about it, people who've been playing longer, they're still playing against us, but they have all the cool stuff, and they're just beating up on us. And so I just have to sit there and grind it out. I mean, this is a very grindy game, Isaac. If you wanted to get all the upgrades, it's going to take you forever, and you're going to lose a lot until you get some of the good stuff. So I was envisioning a more, like, if they had a paid version of this game... Where everything was accessible, but it was limited. It was only like this version of the game is 0079 to 0083, the one year war plus era. And then you sure. could have another game that's the, the Grips War and the Neo Zeon era of 0084 to 0088, you know, or 0084 all the way through Charge Counterattack. And then you got a unicorn through, you know, Hathaway's Flash or something like that. I, that's kind of what I would want, Isaac. I don't really like gotchas. I think it, I just don't think it's that enjoyable. So that's, that's kind of my thought on that. How, how close do you think this is to your Gundam field? Uh, pretty far. <laughs> the ones kind of, especially in the scale, that's a, that's one of my main gripes, the scale. I can understand why they wanted to keep it small, five on five, but that's not really Gundam. Gundam has very large battles between mobile suits. It also has small ones, but this is solely small, you know, six on six, five on five, whatever. So that's my biggest gripe. My other gripe would be um, the actual experience of it. I feel like Gundam would lend itself way more to allowing you to go between third person and first person in the cockpit. Mm -hmm. But this doesn't do that at all. You're just stuck in third person, which, sure, you get kind of the illusion of being in a mobile suit and the the slowness of it, the plodding movement. But, um, yeah, for me, the the whole mobile suit experience is not even allowing first person is, is pretty wrong. And that's something that my vision of Gundam Field absolutely had. Yeah, about the scale, I think that's basically because of the server thing. Right, if, if this is a peer game, they can't have 100 people connecting to each other. It just won't work. My understanding, and I don't know if this is true, but there's a lot of talk on this online. If you go read all the people complaining about the servers, is internet in Japan is really good, so they don't have they yeah. don't have a bad internet problem over there. Oh, okay. But the rest of the world is hmm. so-so. Maybe, maybe it's just America. We have terrible internet. I don't know. But over there, the peer-based games, no problem, because everyone has good internet. Well, they must have so many people playing this game anyways you know like the, this must be like their battlefront or something their star wars uh, whatever the game is now the old republic yeah i mean they have a bigger install base there right because just because yeah. everyone loves gundam there so or it's at least more widely known than it is over here but see so yeah, i i think i i agree with the scale i think it would be cooler to have a bunch man just thinking about like the game we just played isaac and if there was a hundred people in that game that would be mass chaos but it'd be fun you could you know recreate odessa or something i mean all the things we talked about yeah, true, true. But man, oh boy, <laughs> I'm glad it exists, and I did have fun at times, but it left me wanting more. That's how I would ultimately take away from um, from this game. Um, I'm definitely glad it wasn't Evolution, but um, I'm not even sure how I'd feel if I had a group of friends that all liked Gundam, you know, and we all hopped on. Envision I'm, it though, Isaac, is if you had a group of friends that played it, but you also started from the beginning. Because right now you're jumping into the game and everyone knows what they're doing. You got people that they were playing on PlayStation for years and they came over to the PC version. They know exactly what to do. You're at a big disadvantage right now. 
friends. But if you had friends, you know, if, if this was out when you were in high school, Isaac, and we had three, four, or five people we could play this with, we would have had a blast. But you'd have to play a lot. I would have to reserve judgment until <laughs> I was like better, you know, playing the game, or if I even had a dom, <laughs> you know, yeah, and I was able to like really enjoy like the weapons and stuff. I really wish that, like, I don't know, like, the weapons could be customized from the get-go because there was just so much variety for the average, you know, mobile suit that that was fighting in the one-year war. To just keep it so stock is, it just feels so limiting. It it feels like evolution at times. (laughs) What were some of your favorite suits, Isaac? Surprisingly, I was using a gun cannon. Oh, the, the mass production type. Something like that, I think, yeah. And it had, like, beams. So that was amazing because, like, they were so accurate and powerful. I could kind of, like, kite a Zaku. <laughs> what else? I didn't have much luck with the Gundams. I didn't really care for playing them. The Zaku I was pretty okay at. The Pezun Dowage. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one I was I was pretty good at, I thought. That's about it. Yeah, I did horrible <laughs> in close combat. I took a guff out into combat, and, God, it was just such a train wreck. <laughs> well, <laughs> they, they danced around me. <laughs> what was your favorite style of play? So in this game, listeners, if you haven't played the game, there's... They separate the suits into three categories. There's general, which is kind of like they do a little bit of everything good, close range, long range, medium range. They have raid, which is close range support, basically a melee specialist, and then support, which is sort of long range. If you were to continue to play this game, Isaac, do you know which role you would try to focus on? Um, well, I thought originally I'd, I'd kind of do like my battlefield method and be it, it good at long range so I, was, I got really excited when i got this Giradoga that had like a long range cannon but it was useless <laughs> and i was terrible at it and i died quickly to like a hyakushiki that could close the distance and just chop me <laughs> up with a beam saber and then i was like okay well that's the way to go this guy's showing me so let me get in a guff and get like up close and personal but no i was useless with like the the beam saber and the heat rod it, it, it was it was terrible not no not the beam saber what did i use the heat heat saber yeah the heat rod or the whatever machete, machete the machete that the, the, the guffs are allowed to use so then after that i was like well i guess i'm clearly meant for like the medium range so i kind of resigned myself to that range but I, I mean so many suits seem to have like a bazooka mm-hmm. which kind of works in medium and kind of long if you like can time your shot right so there, there is some flexibility but overall i'd say medium yeah medium seems to have the best balance Got it. Yeah, I started playing support a lot because I I had the gun cannon. I was doing okay with that, but I uh, I finally got one that I liked, Isaac, which was the Goof Custom. And a lot of people said the Goof Custom is not very good, but apparently there's been a patch recently. And the Goof Custom is a raid suit, so there was just something uh, satisfying about melee attacking people with the Goof Custom. I don't know. I did really well with that suit, and I wish I could play with it more. So I think if I had to, if I was going to continue this play this game, I would definitely focus on raid because it was pretty cool chopping other suits up, Isaac. I think that's my preferred way to uh, destroy enemy mobile suits in this game. I was about to say, to the extent you could sneak around, but then I realized many a time I'd been like, someone came up behind me or beside me, right? And then just started attacking me. So in the chaos of battle, yeah, you can, even in a small five by five match, you can be be ambushed. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's, it's it's hard to keep track of people. And even if you do see them, it's not like you can like sprint away, right. you know, at the speed of light. You know, sometimes you're just caught. To your point, if you see them, if you notice them behind you or to the side of you, it's already too late. You, you can't even turn around fast enough to engage them. Yeah. I almost wish the like the melee combat would change. Not like into Dynasty Warriors <laughs> mode or anything like that, but um, just quicker. You know, like you should be able to, 
take out your your heat saber and do sort of combo moves maybe but that didn't really happen here yeah our highest cost we played was probably like 550 500 or so in that 200 to 500 range i feel like it's a little slow and maybe we just don't have all the right upgrades and stuff but if that's the case and the, all the upgrades are required then i would argue that they should be part of the default equipment instead of hmm. having to yeah. play for x amount of years or whatever to get you know what you need yeah, that's too much to ask. Yeah, and then to your point, Isaac, I think what also makes it feel a little slow is not only just the, the actual slowness, but like if if I slice someone in the chest with a heat hawk, I kind of expect them to die, you know? <laughs> or like if I slash them with a beam saber, I kind of expect that to be it. I hate to like always just bring up Counter-Strike, but like that's kind of what I like about Counter-Strike is you don't really in- survive many engagements. If you survive one engagement, you're going to die in the next one for the most part. Let me ask you this, Brian. Would you want that to apply to other types of weapons, like bazooka to the yes, chest? Yes, I would. Um, you know, beam beam sniper to the Absolutely, face. Absolutely, I would. And the reason why is I because okay. if I nail someone in the chest, they take, what, a third of their health max. It's usually even less than that. But now i got to reload my bazooka for the next, like, six seconds. Right, Like, yeah. the, the dude already ran away. Ridiculous. What, yeah. what, you know, I just shot this guy in the chest. He should be dead. And someone might say, well, that makes the rounds too short. And that's, I think that's okay. You just, just restart the round. Yeah, you, you counter-strike it. <laughs> yeah, you just have five on five, but you end the round when everyone's dead. And then you start again. Brian, it sounds like you, you don't want Gundam Field. You want Gundam Strike. <laughs> I think maybe I want the scale of Gundam Field, but with the mechanics of Gundam Strike. That'd be pretty awesome. I like it. I will give this game credit because it doesn't have healing, and I hate healing in shooting games. Yeah, Evolution had that, oh, I think, right? Speed. Yeah. You could just go sit by the damn health box and refill your health. <laughs> I blame Halo for this, Isaac. The health box, a standard in every Gundam yes. series. Ah, there we go. My health is all better. <laughs> it, yeah. it repaired the giant hole in my mobile suit. Thank you, Yellow Orb. <laughs> uh, <laughs> something, though, I have to really applaud this game for is having the boss mode. Where currently you're fighting the Elmuth, oh, yeah. but I thought that was just pure brilliance because I enjoy me a good co-op experience. It's a big change of pace, and fighting something big and angry is is pretty fun. So more like that would be awesome. I'd love to fight the Valvaro, the Noya Zeal, whatever they can throw at us. Rafflesia, who knows? I think it'd be really cool to go through experiences like that. I think that with your friends would absolutely be fun. Yeah compared to the regular game even the the other one uh not the elmith but the what is it the devil in the desert or something like that that's fun i enjoy that one yeah me too it was i mean those were pretty competent computers and you don't even need to wait 15 minutes to play that (laughs) to get into the game you can just go play that one that's why we played it three times no and it felt much the same because i mean it's not like the enemy is communicating with us anyways for all i could tell they were human yeah you know they were they were that competent also, the game's slow enough, and it didn't seem buggy enough that there was anything that would give away whether who was a computer and who wasn't, yeah. you know? Isaac, I had one thought, because the other day you had asked me if there were any suits in it post-Unicorn, uh, I think. You were like, oh, is any is like crossbow in there or whatever? And oh, uh, okay. they're not in there, right? I think the furthest it goes up is Unicorn. I could be wrong about that. Ah. There is a Gustav Carl in there, although Gustav Carls were okay. in Unicorn, so that's not unique you know, Hathaway's Flash, but I don't yeah. think the Hathaway's units are in there. But I don't think they'll ever go past Hathaway's Flash, Isaac, because this is a very accurate game, right? The older suits are not as good as the newer suits, and that's due to the cost system. I don't think they'll ever put anything post-F90, F90 or, or beyond in the game. Or if they do, it'll have to be its own separate cost category. You know, cost 800 or 900, because they're so much smaller, Isaac. They're miniature mobile suits. You know how hard it would be to hit all those guys? 
That's a great point. I didn't think of that. Yeah, the, the scale's gone. Right. You just yeah, you could add them, that. but you'd have to add them in their own pool. Okay, that's a good point. And my analogy for this, Isaac, is if you ever <laughs> we're gonna really, I'm gonna really date myself now, but th- there was a, oh, a great boy. shooter once upon a time called Goldeneye for the Nintendo 64, and <laughs> if someone picked say the Crossbone X1 and you were playing in you know a Zeta Gundam. It would be like playing Goldeneye with your one friend who insisted that he or she was really good at the game, but they only wanted to play as Odd Job because Odd Job, for those who don't know, is a is a James Bond character. He's very short, and his his character in the game was short. And so, if if you're short, guess what? Your hitbox is shorter. So it would be like having Odd Job from Goldeneye in uh, GBO2 if they put the miniature mobile suits in there. Yeah, except they're faster, and on occasion the weaponry can be even better. You know. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. That's a good point. I didn't even think of that. But I, I guess the workaround to that would be you have to use that generation suit. <laughs> so everybody's everybody's in a manager mobile suit at that point, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They'd have to be a, a different game mode yeah. or they just say, okay, well, these all these suits are costs eight or 900 and just segregate it off that way. So I think it could work. I think it just, I don't think it'd be fair, right? If, if you're using your high mobility Zaku and they're out there skirting around in the, in the Victory 2. But kudos to you if you can kill the Victory 2 with the Zaku, so... That would be, it'd be incredible, especially when it opens up the wings. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty cool. You should be rewarded with like the Neo Zeong at that point. <laughs> I wonder if that's ever been a, we'll have to go look at, at the different boss Bosses. events. Yeah, because that'd be pretty fun. Yeah, well, I don't, how would you defeat the Neo Oh, I don't know. You need some serious weaponry from that. We need uh, we need Benajer, yeah. really. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so. uh, you need to appeal to uh, love and and kindness. Oh, it is. Where's Maneva? <laughs> she can tell us about humanity and compassion. <laughs> Isaac, something I was wondering, even though this game isn't everything I wanted it to be, I still think it's a pretty good game for what it is. It's also very old. So actually playing this game, the biggest thing I'm taking away is that it makes me hopeful for the next sequel. There was six years between the original, 2012, 2018. Well, it's already 2023, Isaac. We're already five years out. They have to be planning a third one. I think a more modern sequel of this game, maybe for PS5 or even just native to PC, would be way cooler. And I think that would actually be closer to Gundam Field. Yeah, hopefully. It's just that I'm not sure I want the next game to be Battle Operation 3 so much as another fresh game, perhaps, from a different company that takes us closer to Gundam Field or Gundam Strike. So I'm open to it if they completely change it. I have no idea even how much different this is than Operation 1. Yeah, that's fair. If it is a big departure, then I'd say good. Full steam ahead to number three. Let's see how different it can be. Yeah, I think a fresh start would be good in terms of both. Uh, The graphics aren't bad in this game, but they're not like good either. I guess if that if that makes sense. I mean, what I don't know how you you would describe the graphics, but I'd say they're average. They're passable, and I think that's fine. I don't think anyone's playing this game for the graphics, right? This is a you want to play Gundam, and it's free. That's a positive, right? This game is free. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. (laughs) They had me at free. The only thing is that the learning curve, the upgrade curve, and the whole, you know, changing into mobile suits, and then one's been deployed, so you can't use it. You have to wait. Right, right, right. It leaves much to be desired in terms of the quickness, I think, that's come to define our modern life and how we want to play games. I just want to just jump in and play. Yeah, I mean, they could replace the entire base with just... A better ui right and you could even have the characters there eyes you could just show them on the side as you click the different options you know i don't i don't think the walking between things is necessary yeah that was just such a bizarre choice that makes me think they originally wanted this to be some type of unique campaign experience 
Could be, yeah. Maybe they were building out the campaign more. Like, maybe there was more of those boss things. Maybe there was a full-fledged, you know, co-op or single-player sort of campaign, to your point. Yeah, but I guess we'll never see it. Maybe it's really interesting. Maybe, like, the, the you'd bet... Oh, God, I just wrote it in my head. You'd battle across the one-year war. The actual setting would change. The base would look the same, but sometimes you're in the desert. Sometimes you're in space. Sometimes you're in, you know, wherever. Jungle. Yeah. Whatever. That would keep changing. But, um, yeah... I guess we'll never know what the original vision was and why they decided to cram in that bizarre Final Fantasy experience <laughs> where you have to, like, running around the bridge of your ship in Final Fantasy and, you know, talk to Sid and get the update. It's, it's just ridiculous. Isaac hates running for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> in case you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever see me in person, I don't look like I do a lot of running. <laughs> so, Isaac, I know we're harping on, like, it's how it's hard to actually play this game, but I found something that really indicates why that's true so steam it shows you achievements and you get an achievement for ranking up to rank d you start the game at rank d minus which really like doesn't make you feel good about yourself isaac you know like if you're starting at a d minus i mean that seems that's a little harsh but there's an achievement for ranking up to rank d okay and this game has been out on pc for about three no about four or five months now i think it came out in may and it'll tell you how many other people have achieved that achievement only 22% of the player base rank up from rank D- minus to rank D. That's abysmal. Wow. Yeah. I mean, again, this comes down to the learning curve. It's not a friendly, approachable game. Yeah, and I don't think anyone who even loves the gameplay, which the gameplay is actually, I think it's pretty good. It's slow and it's not, there's a high learning curve and it's not user-friendly. But I think anyone who, who loves the gameplay would have to admit that it's not, to your point, an approachable game. <laughs> it's, it's hard. No, no. And um, I feel like that works against it the most. If this was like the Gundam Field or Gundam Strike we envisioned, maybe this is just an American perspective, but I feel like those would be far easier to jump into, play, and jump out as you needed. Right now, there's just way too much customization and planning and that kind of fluff added on, which is great. But all this customization and stuff that you do, I could tell almost no difference between my regular suit and then when I added the custom parts to it. I couldn't tell the difference in performance and cooldown. I still died as quickly, <laughs> so I'm not really sure what what the difference per se is um, other than just getting the feel that I'm actually doing something to the internals, which isn't done at all as opposed to if you were, say, swapping out a customized-looking arm. Okay, in that case, it looks completely different. Painting your Gundam. Oh, now we're, we're getting into personalization. Putting your custom seal on it. You know, these, these are great concepts that just aren't here in this game. I think you can actually do customization in here, but it, the resources you have to expend are, are quite a bit. Uh, I, I think Armored Core does it much better, which if you ever play it, and I haven't really played it, but I've, I've seen it. <laughs> um, you know, you absolutely swap in a different chassis for your torso, a different head with different sensors, different types of arms, different type of reactor. You go nuts with customization. You can absolutely customize the how it's painted, you know, the shades of painting and all that, the patterns of it. That's a much more wholly encompassing mech experience, which I think if you added that to Gundam, it would be just just the talk of the town for the fan base. Yep, that's fair. So, Isaac, before we give our final thoughts, I found a few good reviews on Steam that I wanted oh to read a few excerpts of because I feel like they capture a lot of what I was thinking. This first one is from Destructicons on Steam. He rated it not recommended. He's played this game for 224 hours. Interesting. He definitely has played it enough to have an opinion. But he says... 
kind of pains me not to recommend this. Love this game truly, but as so many have already said, the issues are there, and the dev team just refuses to fix them. He actually brings up that cheating is pretty easy due to the P2P networking and the game only using EAC with little to no sanity checks of its own. And there's a pretty huge learning gap you got to put up with thanks to the tutorial receiving practically no updates since launch. Their paid campaign on PS4 and PS5 has a better tutorial than what they make you do here, and quite a lot of it can be lost upon you fairly easily if you're not willing to sit there for an hour or so doing all the beginner and intermediate tutorial missions in one shot. And this is where I think it hit home for me, Isaac. He said, you have to love this game quite a bit or have a friend that plays it to get into it at a rate that you become decent at it. I thought that's pretty accurate, Isaac. Like, if, if you and I dedicated ourselves to this game, we could be very good. Yeah. But it, it's not that enjoyable off the bat. And I think you need it to be enjoyable off the bat for people to come back. I absolutely agree. And I say that kind of sort of disappointed because I was really hoping this game would be, you know, live up to what everybody told me it'd be. <laughs> and I'd be very excited to play it. And I was excited to log in, but that quickly nosedive based on just tutorial hell. <laughs> and then after that was, uh, you know, menu hell and then navigating the base hell until finally trying to get into a mobile suit and I play it and I'm, I'm trapped in third person mode. I don't fully feel like I'm in a mobile suit. I feel like I'm in a, a person wearing a mobile suit armor. <laughs> and it's just disappointing what could have been, you know. So the second review I wanted to call is from a guy named Feet Worshipper, which uh, I heard you can make a lot of money of doing that these days, Isaac. But <laughs> Of course. He leads it off and says, honestly, an utterly horrible disgrace of a game. They should have renamed it to Latency Simulator 2. He said something here that I thought was really interesting and I definitely agree with. To get in a match, even considering the player base of being small and how long it takes to get into a game, due to these subdivisions in the sortie mission types and MS points, and what he's talking about is like you can play, if you want to play a rating ma- uh, ranked match, there's not just one ranked match. There's, I think, always four going at once, and they have different cost levels. And so he's saying which it causes the smaller player base to be even more divided. He's saying so there's you're further dividing the player base. Quick match is different than custom match. is different than rating match. And then within all those matches, you have all these different subdivisions of, well, this game is only for cost 300 mobile suits. Another guy creates a game for only cost 400 mobile suits another guy for 650 well they're never going to play against each other they can't be matched because their their requirements are too strict it's it's worsening the problem you it already takes you 10 minutes to get into a game and you're allowing these people to subdivide all the games which is fine if you have 100,000 players 500,000 players a million players at any given time like a really big game but we don't have that here isaac and that's just exacerbating the problem there's faster games to play and by that i mean you jump into the game. Yeah. You know, there's Counter-Strike, Battlefield, Apex Legends, Fortnite. This is just, it's too slow to be considered a modern game. And that's a tragedy. All right, Isaac. So I'm going to give my final thoughts here, which is actually going to be probably more positive than everything we just said. So, because I do think it's a pretty good game. For positives, the mobile suit selection is incredible. Over 350. I didn't even think there were that many, but that's insane. That's an insane yeah, me amount neither. of mobile suits to put in one game, Isaac. That's ridiculous. Kudos to them. I think the gameplay is is pretty good, even if it's a little too slow. In general, there's too much damage needed for a kill. You know, if a gym sniper shoots you with the gym sniper rifle, you should die. If you take a bazooka to the chest, you should die. Yeah. Because it's so slow. So I think if you're going to take the slowness, I need to have a reward for when I hit you. But overall, I'm, I'm actually okay with the slowness. I just think they either need to increase the damage a little bit, or they need to make me move a little faster and tone down the slowness. Negatives, network connectivity, finding a game takes way too long, the UI is garbage, should have been overhauled for the PC release at a minimum, lack of team communication, disappointing, limiting, I hate gotcha games for the most part, 
and everything is under a gotcha here isaac mobile suits weapons parts clothing and it's very grindy to get what you need that all that said that is pretty negative but i think this is probably the best multiplayer gundam game if you're looking for the true uc experience isaac of, of fighting in the universal century and you can't play bonds of battlefield because you're not in japan so I think if you have the time, the patience, and friends, this is the game for you. If you don't, this is definitely not the game for you, or it'll be only an occasional play. I definitely understand why everyone was yelling at us to play this game, because it I think it checks a lot of the boxes about what we asked for, but the execution is a little bit off. That just makes it quite not as enjoyable as I thought it would be. But that said, Isaac, I would still boot this up and play those co-op things with you when they come out. I think that would still be fun. Yeah, it would, as we float around like beach whales <laughs> trying to pull off a shot against some horrible mobile armor that they set out to just destroy us. <laughs> I'm going to give it two scores. So if it's just a normal game, like if I straight up compare this to like Counter-Strike or Battlefield, I'd say this is easily like a 6 out of 10. But if I talk about it just as a Gundam game, I think it's closer to an 8 out of 10. But those are two very different scores, and you have to be a Gundam. I think being a Gundam fan goes a long way for this. It's kind of like watching Victory Gundam, Isaac. You get a lot more out of it if you're a Gundam fan. <laughs> but if you're not, it's, it's not gonna, you're not going to play it. Yeah, that's a good point. I'll only give it one score. And this score is wholly based on my own experience, of course. I've already told you what I didn't like about it, which was a lot, and what I did like about it, which wasn't a lot. But before I get my score, I will say that if you enjoy this game, please keep playing it because that just continues to show numbers-wise that there are fans that will play Gundam games. Hopefully they send us a better game than this one in a few years or so, but this is what we have for now. <laughs> I'll give it two out of five Haros, and that's just almost exclusively on the UI, the menu system, and the game mechanics themselves. Because if those were fixed, even though it's got its own issues as like a third-person Gundam game, I feel like that could that could still work if those were taken care of. But it's not. Those aren't taken care of. <laughs> and I think they're pretty insurmountable problems. So unless I get a text from Brian, you know, hey, let's hop on. The Valvaro's the new boss. I probably won't be playing this um, to just sortie and do battle simulator. Uh, th th there'd be no point. Um, especially with the fact that my dom won't even hover <laughs> you know it just plods along which which defeats the purpose but i digress so yeah for me two out of five horrors and uh can't say this is a this is not a home run well there you have it listeners thank you for recommending this game to us again i i think i think it was this review is a little negative but i think overall it's a decent game and i, I definitely understand why everyone likes it Patience is one of the things that Isaac is not his strong, strong suit. <laughs> so I think Isaac will scream every time he logs into this game and has to deal with the UI and the walking around. <laughs> but I definitely understand why everyone likes it. And if I had more time in my life, Isaac, and I had a bunch of people to play this with, I think it'd be super fun. And especially if I had started earlier. I kind of wish we had this when we were in high school, Isaac. That's obviously a different time. That's no longer now. So it is what it is. But... To your point, I do hope those people who like this game continue to be vocal about it, continue to support the game, and in the, with the hopes of next time they do make one, they will make it for more than the Japanese market, more than peer-to-peer -peer connections. You know, They'll take a, a, a broader brush next time and give us, as Isaac said, a, you know, a better version of this game um, in a few years, because I think it has a lot of potential. If I had to pick one project of like which one's the closest, I, you know, I would pick this over Evolution every day. Well, there you have it, folks. If you're a fan of this game, a frequent player, 
just comment. Tell us what you like the most about it. If you've played this game as a Gundam fan and hated it, <laughs> please also leave a comment and say that, you know, you tried it out and then explain us what you thought and why you uninstalled or why you just never logged back in. Brian, is there anything you want to ask the listeners? Yeah, I want to let I want them to tell us what their favorite suits are and what their favorite builds are, what custom parts they're using, what what kind of playstyle they like. I want to know what everyone uses at every cost. Uh, every cost level like give me some guidance you know mm-hmm. like if it's if it's a 550 match what are some suits i should be using what are some i should be avoiding that type of thing all you gbo2 veterans sounds pretty good i just hope we get some good answers and um yeah i'm really curious about picking the brains of the people that like this and uh seeing what what we like match on with people that really didn't enjoy it we'll find out all right isaac Take us away. All right, listeners, before you go to sleep tonight, stand next to your bed, get on your knees, put your hands together, look up at the ceiling, and hail Zeon. Good night, everyone.